Hello and welcome! I'm Joanna Junak and this is GFN News on GFN.tv. In today's program, experts from the UK, US, New Zealand and India share their thoughts on the use of nicotine pouches and snus in their countries. Snus is now the dominant tobacco product in Sweden, where it has been used for over 200 years. Snus has been seen as an alternative to smoking, vaping, chewing and snuff tobacco products. Let's check if in other countries snus and nicotine pouches are also so popular. First, John Summers, consumer advocate from the UK, shows his thoughts. Snus itself, I would say, isn't necessarily popular in the UK because it's illegal to sell it in the UK. Um, but I've used snus. Um, I do use um, nicotine pouches, um, he says. Um, they're allowed to be sold in the UK. But snus itself isn't. There's an EU-wide ban, um, and that carried over in the UK when the Tobacco Products Directive was transposed into British law. So at the moment, no, you can't you can't go into a store and purchase it. There are people, including myself, that have purchased it online, and it's been delivered. But technically, that sale is illegal, um, which is a real shame because for some people, it's another safe nicotine product that would help them transition away from combustion um and again that's that's our you know that's our our, our crux issue that's where the carcinogens come from that's you know that's where the stuff that's going to cause heart disease lung disease is coming from is the combustion um so i really really struggle to see the validity of the existing legislation within the eu you know the, the the this persistent ban on a safer product when the, the the much more dangerous product is still allowed still for sale um it makes no sense at all um it's it's almost like saying well you can sell cars without seat belts but you can't sell the cars with seat belts mm, we wouldn't do that but we're being allowed to do this. Would snus be popular in the UK? Yeah, I think it probably would. There's an awful lot of people that don't like, you know, artificial manufactured type stuff. They want to want to go down the the the, the more natural route, um, and they want to get away from smoking, or they want to not take up smoking. Indeed, um, and you know, everybody's different. Everybody has different likes, and I think there's definitely a place for it in the UK and in other countries. Um, the absolute killer um, market for things like snus and nicotine pouches are low and middle income countries. Um, they would definitely benefit from the availability of safer, non-combustible nicotine products. Um, it would be a massive, massive net benefit for, for the health in those for people's health in those countries um but sadly we are seeing um organizations like stop and bloomberg philanthropies and others who are getting very heavily involved in lower middle income countries to try and prevent the sale or use or of, of safer nicotine products which is absolutely crazy 
We also ask Nancy Lucas from Kafra whether snus and nicotine pouches are used by people in New Zealand. They are not regulated. They are not part of the regulations. However, um, individuals can import them for personal use. They can. Uh, it's, but you can't go to the store and buy it. You know, previously, before we had regulations, you could get nicotine pouches because they're not an oral tobacco product. It's just nicotine. And you could, in the unregulated market, buy them. But now that is, that is completely gone. And the reason for that is that our regulations limit oral tobacco and also limit um, the introduction of new tobacco products. So that is, how, that is why Snus was never able to actually be even introduced because the original legislation states a full ban on oral tobacco products. Pouches may get in eventually, though, because it's not a tobacco product. But that's a battle for another day because right now we're just the main thing right now is when they go in and they go to change the regulations to in implement these tobacco control measures, which is just on tobacco, we have to make sure that somebody doesn't try to sneak in something to change the actual vaping part of the regulations because the detractors are lobbying the MPs very hard right now and they want to change the actual vaping part, which is not part of this current campaign. So we're focusing on, you know, putting out fires. You know, that's what we do. We put out fires. And then once one fire is put out, then we pick out the next fire. So vaping pouches, I, it's, I see down the road that, yeah, they may actually wind up coming and they wind up being regulated, but I don't ever see a future for snows here at all, which is sad, really, because it's another tool in the toolbox. And could, like I said, could possibly work for some of these people that smoke and don't, you know, work, vaping doesn't work for them. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Samet Chaudhry, a leading consumer advocate from India, tells us what's happening in India regarding snus and nicotine pouches. For every smoker in this country, there are two smokeless tobacco users, right? So, so given that landscape, that's 200 million people, by the way. So given that landscape, nicotine pouches or snus could be a real effective solution for these people, right? Because it's the same intake, same way of ingesting nicotine. So it would just be the perfect fit. Yet, I don't see uh, enough policy initiative. I mean, I hear from, uh, you know, my friends who have met people uh, at the top level that they are keen to look at tobacco harm reduction in the smokeless tobacco space. But I haven't seen real action because, you know, real action would mean that there would be differential taxation for these products, uh, which isn't the case right now. So, you know, for these products to compete with really cheap local smokeless tobacco products is really difficult because the process involves specialization and, you know, ensuring that the product is uh, pollutant-free, which is not how local tobacco is made. So the challenge currently is, of course, it will work. You know, I mean, nicotine pouches and snus. And with snus, for example, you know, even Swedish Match uh, sources a lot of its tobacco from India. India is one of the largest growers of tobacco. So these were ready-made solutions, you know, which people could easily transition to if they had correct information that they are less harmful and why they are less harmful. And they could be made at price points uh, that people can afford. In fact, uh, you know, from KC had a scholarship to do a program to see if uh, snows and nicotine pouches could work for Indian smokeless tobacco users. And we're looking at two factors, effective, how effective they are and whether they can be affordable. And on both counts, they can be but it requires a bit of government initiative. So I personally feel that nicotine pouches and snus can be a game changer in India, but it requires little political will to back it up. 
Last but not least, Brian Erkila, Director of Regulatory Science at Swedish Match North America, tells us whether snus and nicotine pouches are popular in the U.S. market. You know, we generally talk to the, about these as like next generation nicotine pouches or products. Um, so here at Swedish Match, we sell General Snus is our snus product and Zin is our nicotine pouch product. So I would say as far as nicotine pouches in general, and in particular Zin, um, nicotine pouches are increasing in popularity very, very much over the last, say, five years. But um, compared to use of other products, combusted cigarettes, uh, e-cigarettes, smokeless, it's still much, much lower than those. So it's sort of a, it's very novel. You know, I think there's a lot of discussion about them, but as far as the population-wide, it's, it's pretty, pretty small. We asked Brian, there are any groups of people who are more willing to use snus and nicotine pouches. When you talk about snus versus nicotine pouches, so what we've seen is that uh, people who have moved to the snus products a lot of times came from traditional moist snuff, smokeless tobacco type products. When we get into the nicotine pouch space in the U.S., we're seeing that nicotine pouches are pulling from really a much broader uh, population of traditional product users, right? So when we look at our consumers and we ask them, you know, what products did you use before you started using Zin? You know, we see cigarette smokers, we see vapors, we see smokeless users. Um, they're, they're all coming from, from a different place. As far as their demographics, um, I would say a majority of our consumers for, for the Zin products, again, because these are the ones I have data on, um, tend to be a bit older, maybe in the 30 to 45 year old range. Um, again, they were current users of other products. Um, and I think one of the reasons that they, they give a lot of different reasons for, for wanting to use nicotine pouches. I think many of them want to move away from a combusted product and, and they see pouches as, as an appealing way to do that. Um, I think some of them do it for their perceived health reasons. Um, they like maybe the cleanliness because it doesn't have tobacco leaf in it. They see it as a, 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 nice, a nice clean product. Um, and I think, you know, when you talk about maybe the vapor community, right? So they've sort of already embraced tobacco harm reduction. So I think it's sort of an easier transition for them because they understand sort of the, the risks of say of a combusted cigarette and they can separate nicotine from that. And so we see a lot of interest from them as well. When it comes to youth, um, you know, we here at Swedish Match spend a lot of time thinking about how to, to not entice non-users and youth to use the product. Um, and so what we've seen from surveys, uh, in particular, the National Youth Tobacco Survey, the most recent results, showed that use of, uh, current use of nicotine pouches by sort of high school under, under 21 um, is, is well below 1%. And, and we're very happy with that number. Um, and, and I think that's hopefully due to sort of uh, our marketing uh, we, we try to be very responsible with where we market and, and, and who we sort of try to attract with these products, which is current users, adult users of other products. Brian also shared his thoughts on the availability and price of snus and nicotine pouches on the U.S. market. Our product, General Snus, is, is generally sold in chillers in a lot of places. Um, 
And, and so we have a, a much smaller distribution than we do for some, some larger products. Um, again, Snus is a, a pretty small part of the market. Not everyone will have it, but you can usually find it in, in convenience stores. The nicotine pouch space is getting much, much larger, right? So you can find that in you know, over 100,000 convenience stores across the United States. So someone looking for a nicotine pouch would be able to find one in a, a C-store or a tobacco shop or something like that. Price-wise, um, it generally falls, you know, somewhere along the line of our traditional smokeless products. So it'll be in line with, with moist snuff or other products. Um, but again, there's variation within that, that range, right? So, you know, we are, our users uh, tend to be a bit older, uh, a little more higher income. And so we have, we believe a, a very premium product. So our, our product is a little higher price. Um, it may also help with keeping youth away, uh, unclear there. Um, but it's on par with moist snuff. A lot of places it'll be close, uh, lower than cigarettes um, and also lower than vape. So, you know, as far as the tobacco harm reduction, which would product, which could be, you know, accessible, I think nicotine pouches fit a really nice space there. That's all for today. Tune in next time here on GFN TV or on our new podcast for more tobacco harm reduction updates. And on Thursday, Martin Callab will summarize the latest guidance from Ash UK and James Dunward will tell us more about the disposable vape devices which have become very popular in the UK. Thanks for watching or listening. See you next time.